Hey guys, and welcome to another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. I'm Josh Horowitz. You're listening to my podcast, so you're a very smart, wise person, especially smart and wise, because this week's episode is Jeff Goldblum, the main guest, as it were. And we've also got, of course, Sammy's here, as always. Woo! Jenna's here. She never says anything, but she's here again. Hi, Jenna. Okay, in case you couldn't hear That's her, too much, it was her saying uh, hello. And we've got a special guest star via um, uh, uh, telecommunications technology. It's, it's Ben Schwartz. It's me, Ben Schwartz, everybody. What a lovely surprise for Josh. <laughs> As it happens, this is just fate. We didn't organize this. This is just mm-hmm. the gods saying that Ben wanted to be on the intro and introduce yeah. Jeff Goldblum. This was the weirdest missed call. <laughs> Talk to the gods, and the gods were like, give Sammy a ring. I bet something crazy would happen. And then I called, and Josh was like, oh, please don't put him on the podcast. And Sammy goes, press record, baby. <laughs> not at all, not at all. I was just conveying my excitement about you and uh, and, and former Happy Sad Confused guest Sam Rockwell collaborating on a future film. That news just broke. It's very exciting. It just broke just but hours ago. This, this is amazing. Do you, are you guys going to talk about anything besides having been on the Happy Side Confused podcast? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. I remember when I was in that room and looked at those beautiful eyes. I remember the feeling I felt in my face and my loins. I remember that Jenna nor Sammy were there, but I remember that we were one for a moment, and then he told me he loved me. It was a beautiful thing. He did thing. tell it you did. he loved you. It was. It was captured on video and podcast form, and all <laughs> manners of media captured that strange mm-hmm. moment. Did Sam tell Just, you? What's your favorite uh, Jeff Goldblum movie? Oh, What's that? What's your favorite Jeff Goldblum movie? My, my He's the fi- guest on this podcast. I know you already got your eyes off the prize. Yeah, He's so the guest on this thanks podcast. For, thanks for keeping me on track, Ben. Um, my favorite, okay, two, I'll say two. Uh, the Fly, it, for me, is basically a perfect movie. And then we talk during this conversation, of course, about my childhood favorite, The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai. What say you? What is, that's amazing. I've never heard that before. What? You would love it. Are you kidding me? I'm putting it on my list right now. You would mean, I love it? Well, a little sketchy. Maybe you taste. would hate it. You don't have the you don't have the terrible taste that a Horowitz and a Schwartz has. You don't, we only watch guys. movies that have like gefilte fish and dreidels in it. <laughs> there are neither, sadly, in Buckaroo Bonsai, but it's I don't even I don't even know how to Sounds describe it. Sounds like a it. fake movie, if I'm being honest. It's but... Peter Weller. It's John oh. Lithgow. It's Ooh. Nice, love it, John Lithgow. It's sci-fi. It's action. It's quirky. It's it checks all the boxes, guys. Trust me. Checks all your boxes. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, I want to do one caveat before we launch into the conversation. Uh, and poor Ben putting up with our silliness here. Oh, poor Ben. Um, before we do that caveat, let's hit yeah. a uh, commercial break. No, no, we don't do that. We haven't sold any ads, apparently. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in this conversation with uh, Jeff Goldblum, the man, the myth, the legend, he's, of course, promoting Independence Day resurgence. Yes. Pause for dramatic effect. Dun, dun, dun. Thank you, Sammy. You're welcome. Um, uh, a conversation with Jeff Goldblum is an interesting thing in that he is um, he is he is a unique personality. It's hard to pin him down. He <laughs> he he. You will hear the first 15 minutes of conversation is basically him riffing off of everything that's in the office. You've heard that before in other conversations, but he really takes it to another level. So um, just luxuriate in his <laughs> randomness, as I did, because I think that's the way to do it. Because look, it's how often do you get a chance to to hang with Jeff Goldblum for 45 minutes, right? You do actually more often than most. Well, that, I'm living a charmed life. You are. Um, so anyway, this is a, a really fun conversation. I know you guys will enjoy it and Independence Day. Cool, and before we head off, yeah, I mean, yeah. Josh, Josh's phone number is... No, 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 no
<laughs> Wait. Yeah, Sammy, go. Three Jeff Goldblum questions. Oh my God. One, did you talk about nine months? No. <laughs> you blew it. <laughs> This is podcast, Sammy. No. You, I need to know do the, audience, the rom-com spin-off oh my God. of Happy, Sad, okay. Confused. Number two. two. What was his favorite toy in the office? Uh, 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 he didn't play with any toys. He, he, like everybody else, he loves the Michael Shannon uh, uh, imagery in the office. He, uh, he really liked the Danny McBride painting, but no toys. Number three. Number three, did you hug when he said, like, how was, how did, how did you leave it? <laughs> Great question. Great question, Sam. Thank what, you, what, Ben. What's your guess based on all you know of me and Goldblum? Well, how, how were exchanges of pleasantries made? Do you do it like how Jewish family members say goodbye? Where it's like you hug each other four times and then do like a kiss. And then right before you leave again, you go in for another. That's not the, how the Horowitzes do it. The Horowitzes put the, we all go into hermetically sealed chambers and then we just bump up against each other. Um, that would be amazing if just then we learned that Sammy says goodbye incorrectly. She's like, yeah, did you guys say goodbye like normal people? Like, you know, you touch each other's butts and, wink and kind of point at each other. Yeah. Grab each other's genitalia. You licked each other's faces for seven minutes. <laughs> did you guys lick from chin to forehead? Did you guys say goodbye or did you say goodbye? I will say the greeting with Jeff was interesting. You've hit upon something here in that he walked in and at first he he extended the fist. I what? Was, yes. He extended the fist for a fist bump. And I was like a little put off by it. You know, you're not like, a fist bumper. Well, it felt like a germaphobe kind of a thing. But then I think recognizing our shared history, he said, no, 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 no. Bring it in for the hug. We hugged. We embraced. It was a beautiful thing. Wow. <laughs> You look different after. I'm a changed man. You know, you're glowing. Josh, how many people, I know you have to get to this podcast, no, but no. how many people do you think uh, ha- have come in for your podcast that you've met before, but you've had to kind of like not tell them that you met before because you're embarrassed they don't recognize you? That, I'd say a good 16%. Not that I'm keeping, <laughs> not that I'm keeping track. Okay. Let it, me just right. check his list. <laughs> okay. I love that. I love that percentage. Not counting you, of course, because you you know of all, all our beautiful moments. You catalog them. Yeah. You'll have some London wrecks for Ben. You're going to London? Yes, that's yeah. where the Rockwell movie oh, is. Oh, very cool, very cool. Yes, of course. Yeah. You'll offline. You guys will offline. We'll, offline. we'll talk we'll talk later. A- any final thoughts? Thank you for Jenna? having me, Josh and Sammy and Jenna. Th- this has been a lovely <laughs> bonus uh, material for the Happy Second Fused mm-hmm. listeners. Um, enjoy this conversation now, guys, with uh, the one and only Jeff Goldblum. Love you, Josh. <laughs> All right, calm down, everybody. <laughs> Okay, we're on the record now with Mr. Jeff Goldblum talking about our mutual love of New York City. We love New York City, and you and I lived in Chelsea. You were just saying that you lived in Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, that you grew up in Chelsea. I grew up in the Upper West Side, the main uh-huh. streets of the Upper West Side. Yeah, and now, streets, really. Okay. No, not really at all. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> what, what year? Because I filmed Death Wish. I think on the Upper West Side Late in 70s. 1973. Okay, wow. Where were you? I was. You might have I was. I did not exist yet. Where, 76. Course, I course. came into existence. No kidding. Wow. Thank yeah. you so much. Somebody just brought us in. Be hydrated. Oh, I need to keep hydrated. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to have you here. We were just reminiscing that um, the last time we saw each other was in a much different environment, Las Vegas. Las Vegas has its charms in a way, but maybe not necessarily our. Might not I'm not gonna speak for you. Not, not my cup of tea. Not my might not be my cup of tea either. I don't, either. Want you, you know, I don't know what my cup mouth. of tea is. It's not. <laughs> that, what 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 tea would that be if it was if Las Vegas would be a not, uh, uh, not. zinger zinger red red zinger. <laughs> 
I don't know. We're more uh, something else. Yeah, something. Yeah, throat soothing. coat. So, yeah, <laughs> thro- a nice throat coat. Do you? Um, mm. Yes. Yeah. You, you have something to say? No. You have I have many things to say, but I want you to elicit them. I'm not going to just uh, pour forth. <laughs> Uh, for fear of uh, offending you or boring you. No, no. Well, this uh, part of the goal was to bring you into my weird habitat, my weird office. Well, that, that I like. I'd like to talk about that. So what, this is the first time I've only now been here, you know, four and a, tw- minutes and 20 <laughs> seconds. And so many things, you know, catch the eye. What, what caught your eye? What, what, what do you want to absorb? What well, let's, let's work in, you know, let's go from left okay. to right. Like okay. The, like my indigenous peoples do. The, um, <laughs> I mean, right to left. The, so there's a child's painting. Is that is that your painting or your child or your nephew or your nephew? This is like a little a game of Sherlock Holmes. This is you d- deciphering what you can about me, and you've already made your first pivotal error, Jeff. Well, I've not, I, I, I haven't. Uh, I'm just you've made an assumption. Loud. You've made an assumption. Well, that it's, that was a child spinning. Yes. Maybe it's not. It's not. No, oh, it isn't. It's oh, that's like Basquiat. <laughs> it's like a, a childlike, a sophisticated adult offering. What well, did you do that? No, beautiful that, thing? that is a, the DMB stands for Danny McBride. The wonderful actor comedian uh, painted that of me, Danny McBride, of many uh, great uh, comedic films. This is Your End and uh, Oh yes. Fist Away, etc. He did that, and that's his style. Does he paint a lot? He uh, he went to art school, as I understand, in North Carolina, and I don't know if that's probably his what? best work, but. It it was my face red. That that is beautiful, isn't it? Thank you. And that and that's well. Don't they say? Didn't Picasso say it takes you know sixty years to and then you paint again like a child? There you go. Again. Yeah, he, he has a head start. Forty plus years in, he's painting like a child again. Good for him. I like it very very much. Uh, and then I've come. Then we come to this. I like white uh, the white chalkboard yeah. with your you know uh, magic marker. There. And I see New York folks. So this, Jeff, yes, tell me. Is, uh, this is a list of folks that, as I understand it, live in New York that I've worked with in different capacities over the years that, mm-hmm. um, you know, as, you, as you know, as you may recall, we did a sketch a couple years ago when we uh, had a restaurant called Goldblum's. Yes, I loved it. it I loved it. Do you still have it. access to that? It will uh, never go away. It will never go away. Wait, I have, oh, yeah, actually, I have this here on the wall. This oh, is, that's so this funny. This is the menu for Goldblum's. That's the menu. We were funny. We were funny. In that. <laughs> Don't forget about the Buckaroo Bonsai brisket. Um, so yes. Oh, um, so, funny. so anyway, th- this is yeah. New York folks. That in case I have a sketch that needs a brilliant, wonderful performer, I know who lives in New York. Oh, that's that's like your player's guide right on the wall, right? That's you you you, that. No kidding. And you know, we could go through many people, but Lake Bell was I, I worked with her early on, and she's now put us on to the rye method of child rearing. She's a very important figure currently for us because I've got the 11-year-old Charlie. And we do something, we follow, we cherry pick, but we take courses in and have a mommy's day, which I go to uh, in LA, of a rye, R-I-E. People can look it up, but it's very interesting. And she turned us on to that. She's a wonderful, interesting person anyway, very, very talented. How, 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 can I ask you how fatherhood is, is treating you? Is it, is it everything that's cracked up to be? I'm not myself a father. I, it's very personal. I'm sure everybody encounters it differently. It's, I, it's, it's, it's delightful to me. You're, you're, not, you're not a father. I'm not a father. Yet, but you hope to be one day. Sure. I think. Yeah, yeah. Imagine yourself. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm getting a big kick out of it. He's, a, he's a, a, a joy and a half. He's really something. Yeah. I must say, boy, oh boy, when he... <laughs> When he lays down on your chest and kind of snuggles you and nuzzles you a little bit and breathes his hot breath in your ear, oh my God, it's, it's really thrilling. It's a special thing. It's quite, quite thrilling. And then a million other things that he does. It's, re- 
really something and he's very you know he's like a person i mean you can make him laugh he gets jokes we have funny not you know verb not a lot of not of a sophisticated nature but i think they probably are sophisticated more sophisticated than i realize or more sophisticated than i am uh he's 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 something like uh your, your friend danny mcbride as, as a as a huge movie buff as a huge lover you yeah. must be itching the next few years you're going to get a chance to expose him to what you consider to be you know the seminal works the works that define I didn't know where you're going with that question, <laughs> the, the, uh, but I like where it wound up. Yes, I am. Yeah, you're. T- you're, 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 you're that, Have you, you thought about that? Have you thought about the nerves that you want to? Not a lot. I don't think about it. But I'll bet as we. Well, I'll see what he's interested in. I think one has to. I'm no expert. I'm nothing. But but I think you have to. And the Rye method actually has a respect for the child mm-hmm. and respects the child's curiosity and oh and his own their own path of. Uh, interest so like with everything else uh, you know his movie uh, watching if he's interested in the motion pictures at all and he may not be in which case this is far be it for me to force it down his throat you know we'll see what he likes but yes there may be a time i can imagine where i might say well if you're interested in my or even before he can understand what i'm saying hey to check this out right you know kind of thing yeah i like to do that i like to do it with emily you know uh i like to do it with friends i like to be turned on to things uh that i've missed because there are big holes in my exposure you know to, to movies and stuff so yeah well it seems because I, I i do remember like you know when, when we were shooting that sketch you were kind of killing the downtime between takes and i came to uh, with a particular game which i came to understand that you now do all the time with everybody annoyingly no it's but wonderful. i don't i don't i give people a rest here and there but i know the game that you're talking about did i do that on that we did set? and it was delightful yeah, i don't see any you, downside to let's it show your your listeners so you name it this was it name an actor or a movie go ahead right name um name an actor uh, or gary old gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. So now we have to name a movie that he's been in. That takes us to, let's see, I like The Professional oh, a lot. Yeah, that takes us either, let's say, Natalie Portman or Jean No, Let's say mm, Natalie Portman. Okay. Natalie. Which takes us to, et cetera, et cetera. And then right, the game right. goes like that. Right, right. We won't bore them uh, uh, with anything else. But I love, look at that whole list. I'm looking back at them, still going around your walls. So Ezra Miller is an interesting guy. I like that movie. We need to talk about oh. Kevin. Oh, boy, that's a scary movie. Speaking of p- parents and children, uh, boy, and the wonderful Tilda, Tilda Swinton, Swinton, who I crossed paths with on, um, you know, the Wes Anderson movie, Grand Budapest Hotel. She's a special, special artiste and person. Justin Long, I did a play with. I'm going down your list. He's a wonderful He's delightful. guy. He's delightful. A great impressionist, by the way. A great impressionist. A great impressionist, yeah, I, I'd say so. And I'm a sucker for impre- impressionists. What, what, what's your? Do you do have a go-to? What's your favorite? Do you do impressions yourself? I don't do any impressions. You just appreciate others. With I fine do. Work. Yes, I do. You know who did I did the po- the the podcast? I believe of um, of of uh, Kevin Pollack recently. Oh, wonderful! And Christopher Walken, he can do, and yeah, he does. Uh, he does wait who does the best um william hart oh i know kevin spacey my pal with whom i worked and did a play in london at the old vic sure yeah, we did that Dave Mammoth thing. he does many wonderful as you know impersonations including william hart with whom i worked <laughs> in the big show i'm and, fascinated by william hurt william hurt yes, is I a it's a brilliant actor who yes, has not been utilized enough in the last i would venture hmm. the last uh, decade not? yeah no well, well yeah no no he, boy he's 
He's fantastic. Fantastic. And, uh, yeah, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Yes, Sam Rockwell. I'm oh. looking at Sam Rockwell. You're listening well, that's to my the favorites. place where we play jazz, a place called Rockwell. Yeah. That's what I tell people. Yeah, just remember Sam Rockwell or Norman Rockwell <laughs> and look up Rockwell and come hear our jazz band. But he's wonderful. We studied with the same acting teacher. One of my acting teachers back here was William Esper. Right. He uh, always talks about Esper. Yeah, yeah. he mentions okay. yeah. He does. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And I love him in everything. I saw him on stage in that... Um, Martin McDonough play, I saw the that one, one after he did the one where I that I was in that uh, um, Moon Children, no, not Moon Children, no, Pillow Man, Pillow Man, yes, uh, yeah, and uh, Sam Rockwell was wonderful, and as well as Chris Walken, which brings us to our connection, me and Chris Walken, we did four movies together, but have never had a scene together, have come to know each other, and had would the some, first be Annie Hall? Would that be yes, exactly, Annie Hall. I never can remember the, you know, your maybe your listeners will. I could, I could name a few others. I might be able to name name them all. You mentioned anyway. so. I mentioned rather Annie Hall. How has it happened that you and Woody Allen have not collaborated since ah. Annie Hall? You would seem to be a perfect. You know, he he loves to cast people that kind of kind of approximate a version of that persona. <laughs> that I would not be a far stretch to see so what you could do. You're very sweet. I'm a big fan of his. I I love him and uh, just and recently saw him. Well, about a year ago now at uh, the Carlisle Hotel where he plays and uh, my band was playing there for a week starting the day after his. Usual Monday, and I went and saw him and sat and then was asked to sat sit in and sat in with him a couple of numbers. Amazing. It was a thrill of a lifetime. I, did he I, did he acknowledge your past shared history or did he? As far as he knew, were you just another uh, wonderful pianist? Oh no, no, he, he knew me. He his banjo player who had made contact. You know, he's rather reserved. Yes. You know, as you've heard on the on the bandstand too, and his banjo player who had, you know, as we, we were chatting before, said, you know, Jeff's here. And he said, oh, yes, sorry, I didn't say hello, hello. Hi, Jeff, you know, he said, and uh, you want to have him come up? Yes, yes, have him come up and play. And we did, and he said, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it was delightful. <laughs> I, I, I adored him. I absolutely adored him. Anyway, yes, who else I'm you going got? to do another thing. Many interesting, well, many interesting, oh, I love Mark Ruffalo. I'm going to be in the movie, in a movie with him. That's right they're Soon. all going to be in the thor, thor. everybody's Ragnarok. in thor everybody on the list is in thor i believe <laughs> michael shannon hey and oh. i see you've got a picture of michael shannon over well, there skipping across yeah. your walls yeah. but i love him i saw him on stage uh what did i see him in did i see recently was it called no nah, it was a couple of years ago was it called was it the one with him and paul rudd did, yes, they did great. Yes. Was it grace yes grace oh i love paul rudd i love him anyway i loved him in that and i loved Michael Shannon in that. Michael Shannon's oh, a genius. He's, he's amazing. a genius. And I've seen him recently in, uh, Marla recommended that I see the movie on the flight over. It's on. It's right next to you. Midnight oh Special. my God, it's within right here. Where <laughs> Snake would have bit me, as my dad used to say. Well, I wasn't aware of this movie. Great and this movie. Jeff Nichols, with whom I'd like to work, uh, I you know I liked his Take Shelter movie. And um, I loved this Midnight Special. And now as a father, speaking of which, this movie killed me because Michael Shannon, in the most subtle, internally rich, but externally subtle way, uh, acted out this part of this caring, deeply devoted father. And he had the one line that we've talked about already. He says in the in the middle of this movie, the sweet child says, "You know, you, you remember? Yeah, say, yeah." Says, um, "Oh, Daddy, uh, you know, don't 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 worry about me." He says, "I'll uh, I'll always worry about you." That's the deal. Oh my God. I thought he was so great in that. That's just wonderful. So I love that movie, but I see on this thing, one thing leads to another. Yes. Kirsten Dunst, Dunst 
and she she was great in it, but she she was also great in a not dissimilar part in Melancholia. Oh yeah, Horse which brings us sure. to Charlotte Gainsbourg. And we're back uh, to yeah, you know the reason you're here today. Yeah, that's Independence Day, and I loved her. She worked with speaking of directors, Lars Van Trier, in that in that Melancholia movie, of course, and Nymphomaniac and Antichrist with my pal Willem Dafoe, with whom I've done a couple other things. But I love that uh, um, Lars Van Trier. He's a wonderful. Have you ever director. met uh, Lars Van Trier? I have never met him. But someday I hope to. Uh, you know, I'd love to work with him if, if ever the chance permits. Uh, Kevin Klein and I, in, in, can you imagine, in in uh, nineteen in, in the big chill uh, years ago? Uh, Rebecca Hall, I love. Speaking of that Woody Allen movie, Vicky Cristina Barcelona. I thought she was wonderful in that. Ellie Kemper, I see on that list. I just, my eyes spied it. I just did a little episode of... Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, Kimmy Schmidt. Love that show. Have you seen it? The I haven't episode? seen the second season yet. So see the second season. I'm like in 10, I, I, episode 10. I loved her. Oh, she's wonderful. She's going to have a baby, she said uh, publicly. I'm not telling tales. <laughs> uh, Christine Reacher. Paul Bettany. I did a movie with him. He was a lovely fella. Jeez. He likes to wear scarves. Really? That's it takes true. a certain man to wear yeah, a... He can pull it off. He can pull it off, I'm sure. Well, he's an international sophisticate <laughs> and, a, and a ginger. He's a ginger. Oh, he's yeah. a ginger man, of course, as you know. Yes, I've noticed. Yeah. Even though he's an albino in that... Uh, uh, the Da Vinci Code. Da Vinci Code movies. He's a, Does, yeah. Despite trying to avoid playing the movie game, we're playing the movie game. Well, we can't help it. We can't help it. <laughs> Billy Crudup. Uh, you know, I'm trying to, you know, not avoid my own my own biography. Uh, um, we did a play together, that, that aforementioned... The Pillow Book. Man. The Pillow Man, yeah. He was brilliant in that. Uh, Amy Schumer and I just did a little episode. thing oh in that gosh. episode with uh, 12 Angry Men Olivia Wilde and I did an episode of Portlandia together I love her So Paul Dano boy I'll tell you speaking of directors who I'd like to work with is P.T. Anderson oh. boy I think he's the cream of the cream uh, those two The Master is one of my favorite movies of that time or any time and There Will Be Blood Jeez, he is good. Apparently, uh, PT's reteaming with uh, Daniel Day Lewis for his next film, so that's something to look out for. He's he's having Daniel Day Lewis in the next yeah, movie. Yeah, something well, about the fashion industry back in the fifties. That's all we know so far. Ah, I love it already. The fashion industry, the fifties. That's fantastic. And Daniel Day Lewis, he he doesn't uh, appear in every single thing. No, Link, Lincoln was the last one. That's twenty twelve. So was the last already four one. years ago. I'll be darned. I admire him terrifically. Well, and then there you go. The Lake Bell, we already talked about. Stephen Lang, I did something with, was on an episode of one of those um, uh, Law and Orders, you know, little criminal sure. intent. But he was wonderful, and he was in Death of a Salesman. Is that right? One of my favorite plays, yes. I think he was also in like the original production of A Few Good Men, if I'm not mistaken. Really? I think he I think he had like the Nicholson role. I think he had the Jessup role. I'll be a ringtail monkey, really. And then finally Paul Giamatti there, oh. who's also in the Amy Schumer. Hey, he's a delight. He is a gift on earth. Uh, that man is wildly talented with a set of theatrical pipes that can do anything. They play, he plays every instrument in the orchestra there in his little <laughs> little neck. And um, boy, what a delightful guy to talk to just like this. He can talk about movies yeah. and he is he is sweet, sweet, sweet. Well, there we go. Well, I don't want to bore anybody. We're go, we go around the room and just now, I'm not going to see everything, but yeah. I see Michael Shanigan. Well, there we Go. I like the color of money, you know. Speaking of 20 years hence, here we go. Independence Day resurgence is not unlike the no. nothing like color of money and but hustler. It was 25 years in between yes. those two. Is it yeah. 25 years I think in it that was. case? So yeah. it's 20 years in our case and 25 years in that case. 
no other connection besides that. But it is an unusual thing to be you know stepping in the to the shoes that you wore 20 years ago speaking of which i don't have any clothing that i had 20 years you're ago. not a hoarder that way i'm not a hoarder in any way really i try not to be i'm an anti i discovered my early exhilaration with um just uh, getting rid of the editing and yeah. pruning i love to do that and likewise my current closet doesn't have much that i even I don't think there's a, a thing in there that I didn't that I had over a year or two ago. Do you keep anything from from sets? Anything from no? Films I'm not a, a memorabilia yeah. collector. Nope, nope, nope. I I'm not. What about a film film posters? I would think you would appreciate that on some level. One would think I've had some film posters. I've given them away. Why? Why? What am I? I you know I'm not going to have a no. <laughs> I don't really. I don't want expect to them to be your own posters, like a oh, hall of, of Goldblum. Oh, Although I that see. W- I would respect that. Oh, in a well, way too. Po- I love the film poster. The I don't have many of them in my house, but I do love to go into people's places where they have, you know, the Italian, uh, you know, great big poster of, you know, blow up or something. Right, or, right. You know, I love to see those things. Hey guys, time for a message from our sponsor today, Blue Apron. Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals. So they set the highest quality standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranchers. So whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron brings you the best. For less than $10 a meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. I can vouch for this, guys. I have done Blue Apron. I have cooked for myself. I've cooked for my wife. And I don't cook. <laughs> so it's it's idiot-proof, guys. You can't go wrong with Blue Apron. You feel so satisfied after making these beautiful meals. It's awesome. Plus, they've got variety. New recipes created each week by Blue Apron's culinary team. They're not repeated within a year. They're flexible. You can customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. You can choose delivery options to fit your needs. There's no weekly commitment, so you only get deliveries when you want them. Plus, it's easy. Most importantly, it's super easy. Each meal comes with a step-by-step easy-to-follow recipe card and pre-portioned ingredients that can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. Check out this week's menu and get your two meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash happy. Guys, you will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. Again, that's blueapron.com slash happy. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. We've got a returning sponsor to Happy, Sad, Confused today, our friends over at Casper. Casper is a sleep brand that created one perfect mattress sold directly to consumers, eliminated commission-driven inflated prices. Its award-winning sleep surface was developed in-house, has a sleek design, and is delivered in a small how did they do that sized box? In addition to the mattress, Casper also offers an adaptive pillow and soft, breathable sheets. An in-house team of engineers spent thousands of hours developing the Casper. It combines springy latex and supportive memory foams for a sleep surface that's got just the right sink and just the right bounce. Plus, its breathable design sleeps cool to help you regulate your temperature 
throughout the night. And let's talk about cost here because that's so important. Mattresses can often cost, well, over 1500 bucks, but Casper mattresses cost $500 for a twin size mattress, $600 for a twin, $750 for a full, $850 for a queen, and $950 for a king. You can't beat that. Let's talk convenience. Buying a Casper mattress completely risk-free. They offer free delivery and free returns with a 100-night home trial. If you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything. Casper understands the importance of truly sleeping on a mattress before you commit, especially considering you're going to spend a third of your life on it. And remember, Casper is in an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. It's got everything going for it. Time Magazine named it one of the best inventions of 2015. In fact, it's now the most awarded mattress of the decade. You get free shipping and returns to the U.S. and Canada. We've got the 100-night risk-free uh, trial. It's made in America. Come on, guys. It's got everything going for it. Get $50 towards any mattress purchased today by visiting www.casper.com slash happy and using the offer code happy. Terms and conditions apply. So, uh, speaking of Independence Day and twenty years ago, mm. that was kind of like your like that was there was there was a, a window of period where you were like a blockbuster man between that and Jurassic alone. Blockbuster man, that you was. Were, did you read my autobiography? <laughs> and, uh, I, I heard it was Greenwood, as told to Josh Horowitz. I'm ghostwriting yes. it for you. You're, you're going to yeah. play blockbuster man, the young, the young everything's, me. Everything's a superhero film now. Even Jeff Goldblum's story. <laughs> this is yes, blockbuster. So, so man. was that was that odd? I mean, I would think. Mm. I mean, Jurassic on paper was kind of a, a no brainer that it was going to be huge. I mean, it's Spielberg. It's Even still, yeah, one might have thought, and yeah, I'm sure they banked on it, but I think it was it did better than they thought even a little bit, I think. Uh, and likewise, Independence Day. Did, did, right? th- did that f- surprise you at all in terms of the massive nature of, of how it took over that well, summer? I'm always surprised because I'm, I'm not particularly focused on that. I'm never thinking about, hey, what's this going to what's this gonna <laughs> gross uh, the, for weekend one? You know, I, I don't know anything about it. And I, I uh, happily stay uneducated about that. But uh, yeah, as I gathered early on that it was catching on and it sold a lot of tickets and people seemed to like it sure i was delighted and surprised what were you always open to the prospect of coming back to the franchise or did it take a little bit of arm twisting or? no arm twisting at all no i don't like any kind of uh <laughs> what do they call that a dutch uh what do they call that indian burn indian burn <laughs> no or arm twisting don't try to get me in any kind yeah. of judo move no if you're trying to get jeff goldman in your film don't resort to physical tactics don't it's not gonna it. work no nope. he's got or a strong psychological no. i my my guard is up for you know <laughs> the passive aggressive or any kind of manipulative i'm oh, well, no, no, we don't need you anymore jeff it's okay we don't need you it's okay wait what exactly no i'm well versed in the uh you know uh, so I don't I don't go for that stuff either. No, I was uh, thrilled immediately when uh, uh, the great Roland Emmerich, who did uh, that movie and this last one, uh, said a few years ago now, we've got an idea. And Dean Devlin was there, too. We want to take you to dinner. This was in L.A. In LA. And they did. They, ex- they said, you know, we wanted, you know, people have wanted us to do this, you know, yeah. but I never liked sequels, he said. But, you know, there's a re- now I see the technology is uh, grown and can... Uh, hold my new vision of what uh, we want to give people and uh, we, we think we've cracked a, a story that involves your character and they described it to me and I was thrilled to pieces. I, I, one thing I appreciate about your career and your willingness to do stuff like Independence Day or Jurassic or Amy Schumer mm. or whatever is like it feels like there's like a, a lack of, of pretension or, or snobbishness. I mean you'll do, you'll do 
theater, you'll do small independent films, you'll do the biggest films on the planet, yeah. and it seems like it's all satisfying in its own way. Did that? Yeah. Did you? Did it take a while to come around to that, or was there ever a period earlier in your career where you maybe thumbed your nose at? blockbuster quote-unquote blockbuster filmmaking well no not specifically that and i'm plenty snobbish in my own (laughs) (laughs) ugly way you know but you know individual way um and um no early on no this is kind of in line with my original the seeds of my original impulse to do this nutty thing which was that it was a, a a leap into an adventure of uh passion and uh you know present moment delight yeah that's kind of all that i imagined i I might be getting into and and sure enough it's turned out to to be satisfying in that regard and that's the thing that sort of guides my is my you know has been my ongoing compass Mm -hmm. to uh you know continue navigating uh through it not a careerist kind of strategic uh thing but if you're asking about taste, oh, you know, I'm sure I was, yeah, like I say, I've had a, you know, evolving snobbishness. You know, I have my own, no, the fact is I have my own taste, That that's all. And I do like what I like. And mm-hmm. I'm the authority and I'm on nothing. I'm not a critic, but I am the authority of my own experience mm-hmm. of a movie. And I can tell you if I got a kick out of it in one way or another, it made me cry or it made me laugh or I really was intrigued by it. And that's kind of, that's it. And there are things that fall outside of that that I can hate and, and, and not dislike and avoid and yeah. boycott, uh, which I won't mention. But there are others that I can uh, be uh, just absolutely thrilled by. What? Uh, give, give me one or two of the movies you've watched the most over the years that you've, you've just seen 20 times. That's an interesting question. Well, there are a couple. Of, mostly I don't see movies m- m- multiple times, but there are a couple that I have gone back to. Off the top of my head, um, the dresser, uh, it keeps kind of knocking me out. You know, that I know I see that they're redoing it. Oh, I'm anxious that. to see that. Oh, that's that. right. Yeah. yeah. They, they, Anthony, Anthony Hopkins, Hopkins and uh, somebody else I like very much uh, playing it, uh, the dresser. Is it Ian McKellen? Is, yes, yeah. Ian McKellen. Ah, uh, geez. I'm anxious to see that. But that original movie. I've never seen it on stage, by the way, but that original movie, it's, it just touches me, and it's just, uh, I've just gotten a kick out of that. Uh, Elephant Man, I've watched that uh, several times. I've watched uh, Mulholland Drive, speaking of David Lynch. I was going to say, yeah. A bunch of times. I've liked uh, some Woody Allen movies. What Woody Allen? Oh, you know, Broadway Danny Rose and uh, Crimes and Misdemeanors and uh, Hannah and Her Sisters. You know, awful good. I've seen them a few times. Uh, you know, the Godfathers, the, the one and two, like everybody says, they're enchanted. They're they're bewitched. You know, you turn any time you turn them on, you just Sucks have you to. In. Yeah. You got to keep watching them, so I can I can keep watching them. What else? You know, on the waterfront, I go back to. Um, you know, things like that. You know, for a while, it's a wonderful life. I would like to see. I, I I've seen that again. That's that knocks me out. The Wizard of Oz knocks me out. Um, what's you know. your What's your? Do you have an elaborate setup at home? Do you have a home theater that that? Uh... Nothing elaborate. No, e, no. Just I'm trying to get my home situation <laughs> technologically in too many remotes, viable too many. order. Too many <laughs> remotes. I keep threatening when when my helper gets the guy back and he has to tweak something else because something's not working. I keep saying, I'm telling you, I'm going to throw this all out the window. One of these 
these days. I'm gonna can't I go into a store and buy a TV set that just like I used to that just reliably is there. It may not be the most you know Dolby right. sense around experience, but <laughs> you can at least turn it on and off. With oh, for heaven's sake! Yes, it's not finicky and all. It's it won't do what I tell it. And there's so many choices. I'm very happy with Apple TV and and mm -hmm. uh, and all that stuff and Netflix because now I really do um see many more things than i did when i you know have to go every couple of weeks into a video store or something like that right. really i'm seeing a lot of things and finding things that i didn't know about and i'm very happy about that but i'm just a sourpuss sometimes and cranky so and i don't have a big theater or anything like that so in the bedroom for instance i'll tell you we have one thing now just on that tv they're all different i don't know why they're all different just on that tv we'll be watching it and this thing will come up it says speak now with a kind of a evil, evil logo <laughs> that I now is only, and because pretty soon it'll kind of go to this whole other area of you know what I did, what, and I don't know about it, and I have to either put it on pause or say stop. It's like voice activated. Right. I have to say no, thank you, stop. I don't want to speak. Don't do anything. Get away. But 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 as quick as I can reach for the remote, I have to push pause. Otherwise, right. it'll hear something from the thing, and we're lost for the next. Me period of time I'm exhausted just hearing about I this. know this I'm sorry like... to, I'm like a guy in a, his front yard <laughs> get your ball out of my I'm just like an old grouch at this point get your ball out of my yard why can't any of this stuff work what's with all this new technology uh, <laughs> uh, apropos of nothing well maybe apropos of that's the name of my new book apropos, apropos of nothing, nothing. yes I thought it was Mr. New, Blockbuster in, in, well that's the old well, the new, I have to always up, 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 update my right. uh, autobiography you know my memoirs <laughs> yeah would you ever consider writing your memoirs no I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, uh, why? If you stories. if you could ghost ghost it with me or uh, it's too much work. collaborate, yeah. I mean, if we could just talk here and someone else can transcribe. We That's can do much it that better. Way. I can't. If I that? sat down to the pen, I like that much better. Okay. You know. Yes. Already, I've written scads today, haven't I? Was I was going to say we do this five or six times. We've got. We'll a have book. it. I'll take ten percent. You, we'll uh, you click most. Oh, of really? It. See, good. you you're a little different than me. You're already thinking. <laughs> you're in the financial world. You've got a nose for the. For the for the, the the bottom line, I see. No, I'm I'm just in it for the fun. Go for the fun. Yeah. Um, I wanted to bring this up only because I have to. If you uh -oh. enter my office, you're scaring me already. No, don't be upset. This is a happy, hopefully a happy subject. Okay. Where does where does Buckaroo Banzai fit into the pantheon of your career? Oh. Would you consider? Because I pantheon means like, that it's a. Is that my oeuvre? What's pantheon? How's pantheon different than than oeuvre? It's yeah. just more syllables. Yeah. What did Woody Allen mean in Love and Death when they kept talking about pantheistic or... Oh, I no, love Love and Death so they, much. Yeah, I love that movie. I love it. You know who knows? Joaquin Phoenix knows every line from that Is movie. That right? Every single line, yeah. Oh, that's and good we'll, to know because he's a tough guy to warm up to and I feel like this could be a way for me to break that through. That would be him. the end. That would be the portal. Thank you for that. You're welcome. That's the portal. What what, what are we saying? Oh, just what what, what, oh yes, Buckaroo Banzai. What, what place in your heart, if any, does Buckaroo Banzai hold? Did it was it meaningful at all at the time, or is it only yeah. meaningful when crazy people like me, thirty no, years not since, crazy say at all. it was very, special to me as a child? I'm very appreciative. I, I I know it has a. And as a matter of fact, the piece of the, the demographic of that little pie that come up to me here and there and say, "Gee, that's my favorite movie," or "I want." When are you going to do another one of those? That's the sequel I want to see. Um, there not uncommonly of a certain stripe and 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 up my alley my cup of tea you're you're my kind of fella of course and 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 others they're they're a little bit uh, sophisticated and I, I like their taste i generally do uh, i like that movie 
and of course it brought me and Peter Weller together. We started to play music together, right. and then Woody Allen told him, did I tell you this story? No. It was too boring. I, I, Woody Allen said, uh, oh yeah, I know, Jeff, you guys are playing together. You should do what I do, have a weekly gig. So that's really why we have this gig now, although Peter has gone off and done many wonderful things outside the group. So, but that movie was lovely, and um, John Lithgow, I'd like to work with him again. I don't think we had any scenes together, but boy, is he fantastic. <laughs> He's going for it. I've gotten palsy with him. He's yeah. a delight delightful with saint saintly man I, I love him and um you know it's what the whole cast i like the whole darn Did, thing have you have you heard that yes indeed that is coming back to television apparently kevin smith the filmmaker is apparently going to give it a go i have not heard that there have been different times i've heard uh, things about you know they might do this and that but uh, no i have not heard that recently that's interesting isn't it well you know it's in the somebody could make something good 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 with it it's in the, the in some new way because yeah. it's you know it's what it is, physics and trippy weird things and uh, and uh, it's kind of like wes anderson sort of i think was otherwise he's another person who likes that movie speaking of sophisticates yeah. and pe people of wonderfully interesting taste um and taste makers uh, uh he uh, i think that little homage at the end of life aquatic was l kind of inspired by oh, i sure. think the end of uh Bakker bonsai where we all to music start kind of parading yes. joining a caravan where of, was that shot in some kind of like basin some kind of i think it was like la yeah, yeah. one of the la river you know reservoir basins or something yeah Crazy. i don't know where we were exactly but how about that so you're you're in the middle of crazy Independence Day shenanigans that have taken you all around the world. Can you imagine? This is the only time I'm sort of a home. I'm not the easiest person to get out of my comfort zone, <laughs> but it's good. That it's good for me because we were just in Australia for heaven's sakes and Dubai as we were talking about, and then Berlin and London, and now here. I'm now after this we go to this Thursday we go to Mexico City. Oh, yeah, that's the new stop. All the big films do it. It now. is yeah. really. I was there like for a few days on one of these kind of stops many years ago, but haven't been since, and have never been uh, in another spot in Mexico. So Nor have I. I cannot vouch for anything outside of Mexico City, strangely enough. Really? But yeah. so you've been for these things. I didn't and actually go for work. It was oh. bizarrely enough a, a vacation. And, oh, wow. and it's, it's semi-odd because it is it can be a dangerous place, not to scare you. I'm sure you're going to be safe. It's going to be wonderful. Well, I'll keep Marla in there. <laughs> Marla's your security. Times. Yes. But <laughs> um, it can be. But people have also sung its praises. It's got, you've got interesting restaurants yes, and this there, and that. Yes. Yeah. There's, there's a lot to love there. And the water is, though, you can drink. One can uh, drink that we were wondering today. One so, can drink the water. As far as I remember, it had no effects on me i'm okay, okay. montezuma's revenge is it did the, not it did not it did not strike on me no yeah and uh, you'll be you'll be i assume off to australia soon enough for a more extended period of time for well, a few weeks you know to to do that thor movie that's right this is your this is your year of hemsworth's the, you, you read my new book that's upcoming <laughs> that's <laughs> the one chapter that's well there's the, a chapter in oh, yeah. in uh, apropos of nothing it's called the the year of living hemsworth uh yes yes <laughs> It is Chris. Chris is going to be there. I haven't met him. But delightful, he's a, another delight. You're going to really. You're gonna you know everybody. Well, that's you've well, got that's an interesting job, life. Yeah. Of course, you've everybody parades past here, <laughs> and they all have to. The beauty is, Jeff. They all have to pretend to be nice to me, even if they're not oh, nice people. You, who would not be nice to you? You're a <laughs> you're a dear, dear angel. You're like a warm custard, coconut custard pie left on a sill. Oh, I love it's hard to custard. even pass you without mm, breathing in its comforting <laughs> and delicious aroma. <laughs> And, and snatching a piece to take home. Hey, even hey, if it's get your hands illegal. to yourself. Come on. What? No, don't. 
You're taking a bite out of me, literally. That's that's violent. Uh, take it easy. I, I'm talking <laughs> metaphorically. Where's your poetical side, you know, Horowitz? Come on. Man. So, um, what was I? What we're talking? About? Oh, can I ask you about this? I'm curious. Are you Anything, like, are you going to be under crazy globs of makeup for this? Am I going to see you blue? Well, the Grandmaster. I looked him up on Wikipedia. Yes, he looks yeah. blue to me. Yeah, he was. He was blue in that original. I think we're going to do our own. Okay thing with it i'm not sure if it's all decided yet but you know who the director is taika waititi taiki taik taika waititi they said the accent on the first syllable i, I would have thought waititi like waikiki like right, waikiki yeah. but it's waititi i think <laughs> and taika he's delightful his films I met are with delightful him. too yeah have you seen hunt for the wilder people yet it's really good his latest have, is well, very i'm going good. to see that but after our little you know adventure here when i have a little time i gotta see that but i did see uh, a boy and i saw i loved uh, what we uh, what we do in the shadows? The yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, with that lovely his cohort from uh, Flight of the Concords, you know, Jermaine uh, Clement. Yes. Clement, I Clement. think he says. I think I know accents on the wrong syllables. Uh, hey, look at you! Your <laughs> words are just playthings with you. Antics with semantics. That's in itself an antic with semantic. Does anyone else in your family speak the way you do? No, no. Um, no, they come, don't. Where did this come my from? My mom was chatty. My dad, I think I got a kind of a sense of humor from. My brother, no. My brother, no. Pam, uh, Pam and I share. I have a younger sister. We're sort of cut similarly in our DNA and psychological and maybe verbal DNA. But, yeah, we, we talk the same language. But, no, I've um, this this is a particular brand of nincompoopery <laughs> that I've forged. I don't know how. how I apologize. But uh, because it's, I would say yeah. it's not to the extreme of like you know. There's the old uh, story that I think Walken has said over the years, where he like eliminates all punctuation from his scripts. Well, I saw that on his. I'm always interested in craft, you know. And I saw him on Inside the Actor's Studio. Yes, I'm very interested. You don't go to that. I may have even asked him. Well, that comes from. I think I don't know in his case, but you know, um, William Esper, who was a you know, uh, um, a student of um, in a cohort of Sanford Meisner. Yeah, that was one of the things that they had us doing in the neighborhood playhouse. Um, I don't do it myself anymore. I'm very interested to see what the writer, yeah. how the writer punctuated it. In fact, if you do, you know, it's a case-by-case -case basis. If you do a Coen Brothers movie, I'm told, another uh, couple of guys I'd love to work with. Uh, I just saw Hail Caesar, by the way. I loved, I I loved Hail Caesar. It, Ooh, shame of my existence. I recommend I it how it gets 10 gold blooms out of a possible 10 gold blooms. Yeah. And uh, I like Serious Man. Did you see that? Oh, Man, Michael yeah. Stuhlbein, I love that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I hear they're very, they're sticklers for just like Wes Anderson. Right. For, you know, hey, dot, dot, dot means pause a little bit, just like David Mamet, you know, and the, not and, and da, 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 da. da. So, how did we get that? What were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about. We, wait, wait, wait. Um, Put me the, back on the. The, the nincompoopery was yes. the last word I remember. Yes, 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 uh, yes. Ah, ah, no, no, no. The Chris Walken oh, yeah, and yeah. cutting out Your that voice? punctuation. Yes, yeah, exactly. So, you want to know what those guys have in mind and even how they hear it. I like to hear their line reading. Yeah. Stanislavski supposedly gave line readings. You know, there's nothing. If you can make it your own, and then I'll make it my own and find my own, you know, ways of, you know, uh, hopefully with a with an inclusion of the character not always just me me and my own you know affectations i mean you know. do you, do you want to have a conversation on set like a long drawn out conversation with the director about such things or by by the time you're on set is it like is i'm different well no i'm different with different people i'm a talker and i'm a analyzer but i'm but also not sometimes with some people you know we just came from a thing in these in these um publicity 
tours you're asked to do some acting sometimes <laughs> uh where you you know do a skit or a sketch and and uh sometimes those are my favorite things you know and and talk about not being snobby i, I have the highest regard for all those opportunities and think that they deserve my best effort and um and sometimes i'm happier with how they come out than all sorts of other things and the, my point is that I can kind of toss them off without much overthinking right. or over talking or over analyzing and I'm telling you I should learn something from this they sometimes come out like I say better so maybe I'll do a little less talking as I learn more and more how to do get better we shot that that sketch with you I think in about 45 minutes sometimes right and we didn't yeah I said yeah what's the what's the, what's the I see I get it okay come I on think you were you were off book though by the time you came there which was I think better than I. Well, I think I, I'm generally the one that, that needs to. Uh, I might have more help. learned it, but I like that too. I'm no uh, brilliant line learner. In fact, if I need to learn it verbatim, you know, I got to spend it's backbreaking. You got to spend many hours sometimes, but sometimes I can take a sense of something right. just just quickly this is kind of one of my favorite things to do and then just kind of do my version of it i can oftentimes get it as it's needed but do something else with it you know is there i mean you've you know you've been playing at uh at rockwell's uh pretty regularly as i understand yeah. it like yeah and in time I'm, I'm not busy every yeah. wednesday and um Obviously, you you live to act. You love to act. It's not just a job; it's a passion. Is yes, there is there yes, is there a way to meld those two things in your mind, or are they two totally separate kind of things? Is not there... totally separate at all. Quite integrated, and yeah, I kind of it's cross training for me. Kind of, I learn from one and then the other. I think I play that jazz gig as a result of all my work, so called on my acting life you know i talk a little bit and i right. do also you have you you, you haven't come and seen, haven't seen it yet. so you'll see you know it's uh it's uh you know it has theatrics <laughs> minor <laughs> annoying theatrics of my own kind in it and uh and then my acting life geez i don't know if i'd be a, i'd be a different kind of person if i never played the piano and i didn't play the piano every day and i didn't love piano. yeah so it, it's you know and of course improvisa improvisation and i love like to improvise my acting sometimes if if needed if called upon but that's a very particular thing and sure. quite related you know you listen to the other guy and then what you do is an answer to uh, you know if you're op open uh, in your incoming and outgoing, you know, it's a it's a spontaneous conversation. Uh, before I s send you on your way, yes, sir. A couple random questions from an Indiana Jones fedora. I, wait a minute. I was looking at that hat because, as you know, I'm a hat. I I, I, I wouldn't put that fan. on your head. That's that's been sitting there for far too long. What is it? It's beautiful. It's not literally the no. Indiana Jones. Yeah, no. I mean, it's a replica of some sort. I, I kind of love it. Do you wear hats? I don't. You've got a fine head of hair. Thank you don't you. need to. Thank you. It's like my one like body part that is not waning in any way. I want to like just you know embrace everything, it. Everything else is. Uh, it's not going well. Really? I, just I won't delve Jeff. into it's what not, you It's just might all going. Mean. Well, do you have a girlfriend of any? I have a, I have a wife of some kind. You have yes. a wife. Yeah. Oh, and she seems happy. I'm sure well, as happy as one can be in my presence consistently. I mean, you. Come on. I'd be. I'd be happy to constantly be around you. <laughs> I'd like to be. You're your, welcome anytime. You could be like my Jiminy Cricket, always on my shoulder. <laughs> I'm already uh, ghostwriting for you. What else? What are the other duties that uh, the duties that the uh, duties? the the assistant to Goldwyn has to uh, assistant perform? Assistant to Goldwyn. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a, all my, as I was telling Marla today, all my abilities as a human person 
besides my specialty of, you know, whatever I'm doing, have atrophied. <laughs> so the, it falls to the assistant to do mostly everything. Pretty soon to even feed me the applesauce, I'm sure. <laughs> Certainly someone to handle the remotes. Uh, ye, well, I call him at a drop of a hat. John, why? It stopped again. <laughs> what do I do? I can't do anything. Oh, yeah. And every other aspect of the whole of the household <laughs> going on. Oh yeah, no, I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm nothing. Okay, so I, I suppose I'm supposed to dig into whatever this thing. Whatever you want, whatever it's, it's up to you. Really? Choose your own adventure. Okay, so I picked. I don't even know what these are. It's so random silliness. Random silliness. So I see it has some words on it. It's a piece of paper. Oh, this is so sweet. I wish I were better at. I love these kind of games. You know. I guess I'm supposed to fill in the blank. I wish I were better at, well, we just hit hit it. We were just talking about, boy, I'm getting chills. The universe must have been listening to us. I wish I were better at, you know, some of the manly duties around the house, knowing how to turn the, the, uh, you know, gas off in case of an earthquake (laughs) and that kind of stuff. Right. All that stuff. You know, and a million other things. You compensate in other areas. We can't all do it all, Jeff. Don't be so hard on yourself. Okay, thank you, Josh. See, that's why I want you around all the time. Well, there you go. It's a preview of what the kind of the services I perform. I like it. You're in. You're you're employed. You're on the payroll. Uh, I wish I were better. Well, I wish I were better at everything. I mean, I was wish I was better at everything. Well, there you go. I mean, that's fantastic. Should I pick some more? No, no? I think that's we great. We did one. I think that's one great. was enough. That's very very good. I like that hat. <laughs> you're, welcome, you're welcome to wear it on the way out, but I think the hat you brought uh, suits you. Ah, this is a nice, this is a nice hat. Nick Fouquet made this hat. Do you like it's, it? It's beautiful. It's wonderful. Thank you very much. How many pairs of glasses do you own? Well, that's an interesting question. You know, I used to collect, and you know, um, but I've pruned and edited. Yeah. Right now, if you go into my closet, I have four pairs of glasses. That's I think very that's economical. It. Four. Yeah, that's very Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I could get rid of more because these are my go-to right now. I haven't touched the other ones, so they could be... And that's one of my criteria for pruning. Yeah. If you haven't used it for a while, what are you hanging on to it for? Let let it go and let somebody else uh, use it. That's uh-huh. a little long to put on a T-shirt, but that's something to live by, I think, what you just said for the listeners out there. Yes, yes, yes. That's for the listeners. That's, that's right. <laughs> um, the listeners should go see Independence Day Resurgence. That's number one on the if list. If it's there, if they choose to, I wouldn't, wanna, I wouldn't twist gonna, anybody's not, arm. We but talked about that earlier. That's I, not I, the way to do it. I saw it, and I recommend it. If you, you know, I, mean, I, I recommend it. No one no one does disaster like Mr. Roland Emmerich. He knows he's what he's doing. He's wonderful. Yes, I think if if that's if that's what you want to see. Yes, he's he's fantastic at it. He's done it much. It's you know, he's put in his 40,000 hours of uh, you know, he's Destroying a the planet. eighth degree black belt master <laughs> at it and now he's got the new tools at his yeah. hands. You may and we've been talking to press people. I don't think they're pretending when they say, "Hey, I it was everything I wanted it to be." They say, you know, everything I hoped from the friend. I loved the first one. So that's unsolicited. You, t- don't take it from me. What, what do I know? And I'm otherwise involved anyway. You, you, you shouldn't believe anything I say anyway. But that's what they have said to me uh, rather unif- rather unanimously. And hopefully it won't be another 20 years. Let's not let's let's kind of rev up the pattern. Well, I don't here. think I'm king in 20 years. What what kind of part could I be? <laughs> you can do the John Hirsch role. You can do. Uh... Yeah, thank you. I don't even, I'm not sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jeff. It's always a pleasure to catch up to you. We My could uh, uh, until next time, until our ghostwriting endeavor begins, until the movie game continues, until a thousand other things get You're underway. Great, great man. It's uh, great to see you, Jeff. Be well. Be be well here. It's great to see you. Same to you. Thank you. Thanks, man. Thank you. <laughs>
Tonight. A pleasure. Tonight. Another. We gotta get I wish there was that we could put that in the time capsule. <laughs> that that's that's fantastic. This has been an Earwolf production, executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Adam Sachs, and Chris Bannon. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolf.